Cheeto. The number five Georgia Bulldogs take down the number three Clemson Tigers in a defensive slugfest for the ages. Oh, as always, I'm Cheeto Chibuye, and with me is Keegan Chanel, and this is Dr. Oh, Dr. Lee. Oh, man. man, bro, how how good, how good does this feel? Dude, it feels so good. I feel just, for one, football is back. Fall temperatures are coming down. We got pumpkin spice around the corner. And a dog just made it a public elite jump to tell the nation that we are legitimate national title contenders, playoff, picturesque, fill-in-the-blanks, storybooks galore, we got a long way to go, but man, I feel good after a win against Clemson. You know, gotta feel good. How are you? Uh, have you had a good week? Has, has has every day been blue skies and uh, sunshine for you? Uh, absolutely not. I won't just speak for myself, but I think America and dog fans as a whole, given that it was Labor Day weekend, me, I wouldn't even write again until Tuesday. So it's it's Thursday now. So <laughs> the, the high of the wind has come down, but. It's been it's been really good. I've been repping my dog stuff all week and, you know, getting a couple of shout outs, you know, some Alabama fans like, Okay, okay, some Florida fans, a little salty, like it's yeah. it's been good. The the country has been forced to recognize how dominant this defense is. And I wanted to I went back and I listened to our podcast because we talked about a lot of these things. And for those of you who listened, uh shout out to you guys. I appreciate it. The numbers were good on the listens last week. Thank you guys for tuning in and listening to us. But we mentioned how we had depth and seniors and talent all over this roster. We did not know it was going to be like this, but I did say it could get ugly. And that was the ugliest, most beautiful win I've seen in a long, long time. So really impressed um, with the defense. A little bit impressed that we called it, but, um, you know, it, it feels good because defense is uh, – it's, it's not as popular today, but it's people who play defense. Well, I play defense. I love to see it, and I love to see it at a high level like that. I hear you, dude. I had to check the corner of the screen to make sure I was on ESPN Classic. I thought we were back in 2010, you know, circa yeah. the high school days. <laughs> that was one of those uh, LSU-Bama-style games right there. I mean, we got two elite defenses going at each other, giving each offense havoc, and it really came down to who was able to uh, move the ball when it mattered. Um, you know, they were able to kind of stifle some of our progress and just whatever opportunities uh, they had for themselves that they tried to create, we were able to just stomp it out and really keep them at bay. And the uh, the pick six really just, you know, just kind of put us over the top, and that's all it needed. We we were the better team throughout it, and I felt like, uh, like you said, it was a, it was a defensive battle. So it, uh, you know, gives me hope going forward considering we had, you know, some missing receiving core. And I, I felt like uh, that was probably the most dominant defensive performance, especially, again, we've had some great defensive performances since I've been paying attention to Georgia football, but definitely the most dominant against an elite team that we, you know, wouldn't have maybe expected. I mean, they had a plethora of talent on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, you can talk about, uh, you know, new faces, all all you want to, Clemson fans. Uh, and shout out to the Clemson, good people of Clemson. You guys are good sports. But overall, great fans. Great fans. Yeah, 
great fans. Awesome, I mean, awesome place. Love Clemson in a lot of ways. But uh, they, you know, they just were not able to contend with what we were doing uh, on our side of the ball in defense. And you know, all that talent. You know, I, I don't want to hear any excuses because you guys are <laughs> as loaded as anybody. So um, I felt like we really held our own and were able to completely dominate a great team, great coaching staff, great program. You know, two national titles in the last, what, five, six, four or five years, however long. Um, so, just really gave me a ton of confidence as a fan. And, golly, I mean, that's just a textbook example of how to uh, create habits. So, beautiful. I, I, how many sacks? Six? Seven? Seven sacks? Seven, seven sacks. And, and that's, like you were saying, that's kind of the difference of this game. We've been stopping the run. We stopped Clemson. We held them to two rushing yards. But seven sacks? We're finally wreaking the havoc that uh, Kirby and them wanted. Yeah, we saw uh, Nolan Smith make some big plays. Jordan Davis, obviously a national defensive player of the week. Uh, you know, everyone was just flying to the football, and that I mean, everyone. If if those guys didn't get the sacks, it wasn't like it was just them. It was like, you know, they we we just completely dismantled uh, Clemson's offensive line, their communication. Uh, they they were coming from every angle. If you replay like the majority of those sacks, if it wasn't the guy who got him, it was going to be the next guy. So it wasn't like, you know, these are one offs. We just across the board were dominant. And uh, you know, I don't I know Clemson's had some question marks in the offensive line, and and of course the story. Georgia fans were used to this, right? Like Georgia does good. It's always the other team. Uh, how bad they did. <laughs> And, they, you know, I'm sure that they probably, like any team that loses, was going to say they didn't play their best game. But we just completely dominated what they were trying to do on offense. And uh, they did, you know, and they did uh, similar things on their side of the ball in defense. But ultimately, it, it was null and void. And we were able to really, like, run the ball. How, how did you feel about our offensive performance in general, just uh, looking back at uh, what we had going? It, it was poor. It was poor, and we talked about how Aaron Murray. We talked about how Aaron Murray had made his claims that he didn't think that we had enough personnel on the offensive yeah. side to do what we wanted to do, and we we questioned him. But again, we gave him his respect because he might be seeing something that we were not, and he was absolutely right. Without uh, George Pickens, without Dominique Blaylock, without Kiaris Jackson, without um, Arik Gilbert, like five stars and pass catchers everywhere, we didn't have. No excuses, but we didn't have the weapons that we needed to be as explosive that we wanted to be. So credit to Aaron Murray. He called it absolutely right. Um, and it's funny, like you mentioned, the goalposts get moved. You know, since we jumped up to number two and we jumped up over Ohio State and Oklahoma, who almost got upset, they didn't have great showings. Now people are, you know, people are a little faulty, and it happens. So now the question is like, oh, well, how, how did they jump to number two? They didn't even score an offensive touchdown. Well, the way I'd phrase the question is, we beat the number three team in the nation without an offensive touchdown. Right. We and one good. of the best. We were so good, exactly. Right. With their defense. I mean, this team, like you said, they've, they've won two national titles. So this is not a scrub team. You can't even say that. Like, no. Uh, DJ no. Ugalele, he's going to be a great quarterback one day. We know this. He's, we he's just probably, came out and ate them. He's probably a future, you know, NFL starter, at least on paper. And then you look at, you know, the fact that we didn't have the receiving core and that, like, in general, 
Clemson, if you you know, we kind of broke down the composite where you know you look at this overall most talented teams. They're a top five. They're top five. Um, they're, yeah, they're a top five talented teams. So you can't you can't just say it's you know they got rated too high. We're talking about a team that's won two national championships, one of the best cohesive coaching staffs in the country, like bar none. They had a great. They might have out game planned us even going into the game. I mean, I might even give them that, but it ultimately they didn't matter because. You know, we might have not have had the personnel exactly on on the wide receiving court. I would, you know, equate that more to repetition, you know, reps and practice, uh, experience, and just, um, you know, having that time on the field to kind of get those guys going. I wouldn't even say that we don't have the talent there. We got the talent there. This maybe not the cohesion and maturity level that we would want with some of those players. So, like, I think those players in a couple of years would have been the expl- as explosive as we, quote, needed or whatever. But, like, looking at what Clemson had on the field, looking at their talent, looking at the elite defense they definitely have, like, probably four of their front seven or future NFL starters. Like, there's no excuses. Georgia fans, we're used to this. <laughs> Anytime we do good, they're going to – turn it and be like, oh, Clemson didn't play good. We'll go undefeated, beat Bama twice, and they'll be like, and with, oh, and with cup, okay, yeah, who y'all play, yeah. though? Who, who y'all yeah. play, though? <laughs> yeah, it's all the time. They always want to throw dirt on us, but won't give us no shine when we actually right. go out and do it. Y'all can't win the big uh-huh. game. Well, what happened then? Yeah. Well, you ain't scoring no offensive touchdown. <laughs> so it's what? always something. It's always Come something. Oh, man. <laughs> but, but anyways, I mean, and that's the conversation. People have already shifted to, well, yeah, but you won't beat Bama. And I'll give you, I'll give you this: Bama looks great, but I think you're projecting that your program can't beat Bama. We got a shot if our offense picks it up and our defense stays this way all season. We've got a chance, but that's down the road. That's neither here nor there. We're getting ready to go to our home opener against UAB, so that's a that's a conversation for a different day and a different podcast. Keegan, uh, I appreciate you hopping on with me. Uh, after this great win, I, I've already watched. I've already rewatched it about three, four times. But dog fans enjoy this dub. It's huge. Now we have a chance to have a, a real special season. Absolutely, go freaking dogs! <laughs> hey, go dogs! Until next time, dogs fans, you know what it is. Oh.